Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So, here, Coffee with the Maurice on this beautiful January 27, 2024. For starters, we're going to say there is no making fun of my voice aloud. And hopefully I keep it for the entire podcast. Um, But I work in an industry that works with the public a lot. And yeah, so I get sick a lot. It's what it is. I'll be okay. We're just going to try to keep my voice by keeping some warm coffee on it. So (laughs) for those of you that don't know, today is National Chocolate Cake Day. Oh, for real? I have to find me a piece of chocolate. <laughs> See, you have to. It's a national holiday. I mean, there's not a reason. It's a holiday for them. chocolate ice cream because, like, that's my oh, addition. I don't have, like, the list. Um, but I'll get back to you with that. We'll post it on the page so everyone knows when to bring their chocolate ice cream to the table. Um, and also, just so that everyone knows, it's also International Holocaust Remembrance Day. So, you know, say a side prayer for all of those whose families were affected throughout the Holocaust. Um, I know that I was watching a little bit on the news about it last night because there's still apparently a couple living survivors. So, oh, really? Yeah, it's, they're really old, and I feel really horrible for them. Like, But, you know, they've, they've lived much better lives since then um, and came, you know, gone on to be very wonderful people. So um, tonight we're going to – tonight – Okay, y'all, that's how you know how long I've been awake. <laughs> so <nice. laughs> Today we're going to talk about events from January 21st to January 25th, as we always do. And hopefully we can get through all four of these people. These people. We're going to work on my talking, y'all. I promise we're going to get through this podcast today. Um, through these four items. And so, as usual... Um, Sheena and I have not discussed this prior to, so watch those facial expressions as we talk about some current news. Yeah. First thing. All right. And this is kind of an opinion for you, Sheena. I'm kind of curious about this for you. Um, because you have Adam. So your opinion on this is is kind of important to me. So I'm going to start with, should parents be charged? With their child's crimes? Uh, no. Okay. So I want you to keep that in your mind, and let's talk about this current event. All right. Mm -hmm. So, Jennifer Crumbly, age 45, sat in her trial this week to tell her side of the story about her son, Ethan, Back in 2021, Ethan Crumbly, let me get this right here. There we go. Back in 2021, Ethan Crumbly, who was 15 years old, killed four students and injured seven. He ended up pleading guilty to 24 charges and sentenced to life. So this was considered the worst school shooting in Michigan in history. So let me give you a little breakdown about 
So, and with, with just that information, Sheena, do you think the mother should be charged for her son's crimes? But the son actually did the crimes, right? Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't do Man, the crime. Say, she wasn't the, there when uh, it happened. So why are they trying to charge her? Because. She... That's what we're about to get to, but I want to know so far if you think she should be charged. Because so far, I wouldn't think that either. No, I wouldn't think that if the son did the crime, he did the mistake, he actually did the action, he has to be held accountable for his actions. I, at this point, no, the mother shouldn't be, because unless she influenced him some kind of way, I don't think he should stand on his own, as his own actions, his own accord. All right, so now... Her and her husband, just so you know, they're both being charged separately, but they're both being charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. So that's what the charge is. All right. So what if I told you that days before the shooting, she took him to buy him a nine millimeter gun? Do you then think that she should be charged? Uh, what was the reason? Did she know he wanted a gun to shoot other people? Oh, I'm absolutely sure she didn't know that. I don't think anybody actually thinks that their kid is capable because it's your kid, you know? So I don't think anyone thinks their kid is capable of that kind of like mass hysteria. Okay. So she was assuming she was buying it for him for a hunting purposes? More than likely. It doesn't actually specify why she bought it, just that she bought it a few days before. No, I still don't think she should be charged at this point. Okay. She had so no the intent. day the day of the shooting. Okay. In school, he got into trouble because he was drawing very violent pictures. Pictures of a gun that looked just like his gun with blood all over it. <laughs> pictures of People passed away laying in a hallway with blood all over them. So he was drawing these very violent photos, pictures in school. And the school called the parents and made the parents come up there. Okay. And this was the day that it happened. So the parents get there and they more or less said, hey, our kid's fine. He's going to stay at school. Now, the, the school was trying to get him to take him to have him assessed. He like, hey, they should have did. Right. But they were like, no, listen, our kid is fine. He doesn't need to be assessed. He needs to stay right here. And they left him at school. And a couple, a couple hours later is when the act happened. Yeah, they should be responsible for that. That's where they were. See, wrong. you see how, and you see how, and the only reason I, I did that on purpose, I broke it up like that for you on purpose, because you see how without all the facts, people make judgments or people will take sides and say this and that, and then they don't know everything. And then you're like, oh, wait, you know, once yeah. you have all the facts is when people should start judging or making those kinds of decisions about what should happen. Yeah, um, that's where they went the wrong turn. They made the wrong turn at because up until that point, they didn't have a tent. At that point, they had a tent because you knew that your son. And that makes me think, like, how much, how many violent pictures or comments he made previously that the, mm-hmm. the parents knew about? 
so then now I'm taking back. Now thinking back off of that one act, you probably could, you know, you could definitely charge him for buying the gun now because mm-hmm. now I'm wondering if she knew of his thoughts before she even brought the gun. And I'll be honest, you know, I was a teenager that was really hard to handle. Um, And I know that about myself. Um, But I can honestly say I kept my parents very clearly in the dark for a very long time about all of the things I was struggling with. And I was really good at keeping them in in the dark. Me too. I don't think that... (laughs) They bought him a gun for those kinds of purposes. Honestly, I think that for the most part, they thought he was a stable kid. And it was probably like around his birthday. I don't know when his birthday was, but I would think that it was probably like somewhere around his birthday. And he was asked what he wanted. And he was just like, you know, hey, you know, I'm 15. I'd really like a gun. You know, and they probably live in a town where that's a normal thing for a 15-year-old to ask for, like out here in the mountains. That's a normal thing for a 15-year-old to ask for out here. Right. Especially if they're in that recreational, you know, hobby of going out and hunting. Because I know that. Because, like, Mm -hmm. we started doing that with Adam at an early age. So I know it's possible that families out there, they teach their kids, especially if they're about that country life, like, you gonna learn early how to handle a gun, how to, you know, turkey shoot or whatever you, they do. So, like, I know that. So, it's like, when they buy their kid a gun, like, at 15, especially if it's like a rifle or something like that, you would assume it's for, you know, their hobby, their family hobby of hunting and training and teaching. So, and let kids. me ask you this, because I didn't grow up in a family where my parents would buy us a gun when we were 15. And I didn't, I would never buy my kid a gun at 15. Um, and that's just a personal decision because I know yeah. that people make stupid decisions when they're emotional. But see, um, I did, but I took precautions. When, when, when Adam was... In his hunting phase, he had uh, a hunting, you know, gun, rifle, a pellet. Did he keep it in his bedroom? No. He so only he didn't have access, access to, to take it to school, right? No. We only allow him access to it when we were out hunting. And that's kind of my point. Like, even when it just got to the gun thing... I was like, no, they should be charged. And I only thought that because if you buy your 15-year-old gun, I feel like you, that gun should then go into a gun safe and should only be brought mm-hmm. out when you are monitoring a 15-year-old using it. Right. But so you he bought this kid a gun and yeah. you just he let just it keep let him, him in his room under his pillow? Like, I mean, was this a dangerous neighborhood y'all lived in? Like, what's like, going on? You think he would be responsible enough with it to keep it in his room? And there's no way fascinated. See, see, that would have been a red flag to me because no, actually, that would be a red flag if, like, if he wanted to keep it in his room like that, or was that attached to it? I was like, well, why are you so attached to it? That should have been a red flag to the parents. Like, he's so attached to this gun that he can he needs it in his room. Yeah, that's. But I don't know if they ever even asked. 
because some people just trust their kids. You know, I'm grateful that my parents didn't trust us like that. I'm grateful that my parents knew better than to trust us as, especially as girls <laughs> mm-hmm. um, growing up in their house. Because if I was given a gun at 15, I probably would be in prison for the rest of my life. Not because I would do like a school shooting or anything like that, but at 15 and a female, you're very emotional because you're going through a lot of hormonal changes during that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was out there fighting other girls and, oh, how dare you look at my significant other? And, you know, I can only imagine what kind of dumb stuff I would have done with a gun. I like, it don't make sense. Because I was in a bad place at 15. I might have used it on so myself. So I was like that. I was like that at about 13. Yeah, I, I, I had attempted suicide at 13. So I understand that. Um, which is probably part of the reason my parents never got me a gun. Uh, I never asked for one either. I just knew better. Um, you know, there's a lot of things my parents would do for us, but, but they wouldn't do that. Yeah, I get that. <clears throat> but you so, got to know your child, too. So you got to know if your child starts doing something I don't, that's out of character, you pick up on it, like, instantly. I don't have kids, but I need to say this. I don't care who, what, when, why, and where. Do not trust your 15-year-old with a gun on their own in their book bag. Mm-hmm. And if I, your 15-year-old totally is able to walk that. out of the house with a gun in their book bag somehow, we you're already have a problem. Something. Yeah, you're the, you're the problem because you, you shouldn't even let that happen. So, and that's, so good. No, that makes me feel good because that's, my mm. biggest thing was like, there's a lot of people that are like commenting on it, but I don't feel like they're reading the whole story. Because yeah. when I read down, I was like, how could you even think the parents shouldn't be charged at this point? And I get like, okay, like, okay, you got in a car accident, Sheena, and they charge me because I'm your friend. Well, no, that would be weird. But if the whole story was I gave you the alcohol and then let you drive home, I should be charged because it does then become part of my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I did something to enable the death of someone else, et cetera. Right. I mean, you should get so, the manslaughter because you shouldn't have never let me, gave me the keys and alcohol because you know that yep. that was illegal at best. So, and with that being said, y'all, we don't even drink, so it doesn't matter. Um, but <laughs> I was going to say, I'll never give her the keys if she drinks, but no. we don't drink. So, Listen, um, unless I get intoxicated off of Dr. Pepper, I will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me my keys. If we get intoxicated <laughs> off Dr. Pepper, I'm screwed. Um, <laughs> it's done for. I'm a Dr. Pepper-holic, so. Yes. <sighs> all right. So this next thing, and I didn't know if you knew this. Sheena, it has been so cold the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, until this week. It started to warm up some this week here. But when I say cold, like, it's been like 12 and 13 degrees. So I found this out because I saw a picture online. So I had to go dig and do the research. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture online of a lake full of alligators that were frozen. Like during the storm? Was- yeah, it was just like the whole lake was frozen over and all these alligators were like in it. So imagine a bunch of frozen alligators, okay? Guess what? They oh. don't die. Oh. So 
for some reason, I mean, I think it's their skin. You know, they got that scaly hard skin. But gators can slow down their heart rate to three beats per minute, put their snouts out by just a little bit above the water, mm-hmm. and they can live through the whole thing. Well, we got some frozen alligators that's still breathing. That's ready to mess some up when they thaw out in the spring. Listen, well, and th- so I, I think they've already thawed out now because um, the temperatures have been a lot higher this week. However, <laughs> all I could think is like, this is the basis for one of those movies, you know, like all those movies <laughs> they make. Like Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like it unfreezes and the alligators, like their mind just turns and then they come chasing after all the people in the town and stuff like, like that. Because, the lake? <laughs> because I hate to be frozen. I would be so mad if I was frozen solid for, or even just swimming around in ice water for 24 hours. Right. And just knowing like you're not sleep. Like what if they like can't hibernate, like can't go to sleep. So they actually frozen watching people <laughs> passing by. <laughs> Why they stuck. That would be miserable. Like, that would really, like, piss them all to the point where it's like, right. it's all out, I'm, I'm biting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, could you imagine just being the person to walk by that one gator as he dethaws? <laughs> like, Get like, ready to run. <laughs> like, that is a whole thriller horror movie already set up. The expense. Like, you're going to go to the lake, you know, like for a picnic or something. And then you look across the lake, you see all these frozen alligators. And then the lake starts nah. to overthaw and the days like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then wait till, like, the last second to run. And the alligators just run out the lake. Gotcha. Because they tripping and falling That's, on I, the way I to mean, the car. I mean, we just go run right with it. We just going to call it Gator Defrost 2024. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you know what was it last week or the week before that so we did the uh i want to say the peacocks was it the peacocks oh it was the week before last yeah so now we got we had the peacocks that was doing the most the angry peacocks the aggressive <laughs> peacocks in the in the frozen gators Ooh, yeah we could have them the battle it out <laughs> What animal going to be next to uh, show out? I don't know. Goodness. What is going on? I don't know, on? but I'm going to keep looking into it, guys. Y- y'all don't worry. If you need to stay up to date on weird things happening with animals, <laughs> we got you. You know, right. if you're a peacock, you just, you know, you just got to go up north. They got a whole little neighborhood for you. If you're a gator, you just, you just come down south and we'll keep you frozen every once in a while, you know, to help you out. Um. So, speaking of reptiles, though, there's a new species of reptile that has been found. Get out of here. And, I mean, it's not, like, alive now. They found the bones. Just like the other week when we um, talked about the new species of dinosaurs, they making up shit because they, they trying to rewrite history, so they just got to make up <laughs> shit. I'm convinced that they making up shit now. Listen, but if they was going to make stuff up, I feel like they would make up cooler things. I don't know, because like you it, know how they're trying to erase some of the parts of history. Like, they don't want us to know it happened, so they got to replace it with the person who's but replacing ma'am, that's the history. That's America. Is, that's is America stupid. trying to erase parts of history. 
This yeah. don't, yeah. And they coming up with crazy. That's why you don't listen to, to American to... news. I mean, they're trying to remove stuff out of the history books in America. Mm-hmm. In fact, they already have rem- removed some stuff. So, but no. So this was um in, I'm pretty sure it was Great Britain. Yeah. So in Great Britain, they found all these bones. They put them together from this fossilized rock. And they found the first, not the first in my opinion, but what they called the first flying reptilian. So, like a flying it's nothing lizard? But like, yeah, so it's nothing but like this big. It has a lot of the same features as a lizard, but a little bit thicker neck, like for the bone structure. Yeah. So they say it kind of looks like a mini dragon. Wow, so I really wonder if they can tell through bones if it could breathe fire or not, because I really would have wanted one if they did. And these are the little things that I think they should bring back, because, you know, they're trying to bring back the woolly mammoth or whatever. But you know what? Who really first, like, did the first dragon? Like, could they actually, like, see this creature right here, and he was, like, the supposed first dragon. So I don't know where the dragon thing came from. I think that it came, honestly, and this is just my opinion because I wasn't around when all that was created. But my opinion of it is that they found dinosaur bones and didn't have all the answers. I think that they found like T-Rex bones and then they also found like the wing bones from the like... So, y'all, I am horrible with dinosaur names, and I really wish my nephew was here right now because he would tell me all the names. <laughs> so, um, I think they found some T-Rex bones, and then they found the wings from that, like, flying bird dinosaur, whatever that was. Yeah, and I, I think that they either. thought that the two went together. And I think <laughs> that's where the dragon idea came from, Same is from. they thought that both of those dinosaur bones were one animal. Um, but they're still um, making I, up stuff now, still. Oh, yeah. No, all the time. Well, and this, listen, so I just found, and I didn't even know this. This was like three years ago, so it's probably already done now. But like three years ago, they were taking DNA from a woolly mammoth and trying to recreate it. What? Girl, I just had like the bomb idea just now. I don't idea. know if this is going to be the bomb idea. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sheena. Let me hear this. We know how we like to write. Are we into books and magazines and stuff? What if we put out like a newsletter or a magazine just full of fake news stories and we come up with this weird shit and put and come out with a weekly newsletter but none of the stories would be true and we can just make up some Then shit we would like be half doing. of the tabloids in America. Right. Because that's one of the things (laughs) that's one of the things I have to do while I'm trying to find our current events is I have to solidify the information that I'm finding (laughs) so that we don't look like idiots up here giving fake news. Um, So I have to check to make sure that these are actual things happening because I did run across um, I ran across a story last week when I was looking about this lady saying she had the world's smallest giraffe. And I was so excited. It was like it was like knee size. It like went up to your knees. Those and fake news. I was 
man. I, and I was all in it too. I was like, this is so cute. I want to buy one. Yeah, no, that's not real. It's not real. It's, it was a stuffed animal giraffe. Yeah, because I can um, come up with some stories that, uh, Oh yeah, me too. You know, oh, we can do like true a trivia. Is this fake news or real news? Listen, we can add that to our podcast eventually. Like, hey, which story today was fake news? Oh yeah, that'd be dope. We do like a trivia. That would be a really good idea. Hey, we can't talk about podcast ideas on the podcast. Um, because I forgot that that's what we were doing. It felt like we were in one of our little meetings for a moment there. Um, but. Yeah, the woolly mammoth is a real thing that they were trying to recreate, which I don't know why they keep trying to bring back dinosaurs and animals that were super aggressive and really big. If we're going to try to bring something back, I say we bring back this little lizard, flying yeah. lizard thing. Hold like on, I'm going to... a lizard with wings. They said it was 200 million years old. Wow. I don't know how like, they know how that. I don't know, know if they asked his age. I was going to say, how do they know that? Like, do they have, like... Forensic time of death and <laughs> back that far, like you said, forensic time of death, like he was murdered. Um, <laughs> this poor lizard, <laughs> how you know, like he could have been, like the T Rex could have stepped oh. on him. <laughs> I wonder if the T Rex gets charged. I wonder who the police were back then, right? They're gonna charge the oh, T Rex for funny. killing the dragon. Okay, and listen, I'm gonna attempt to say the name. I want you to know I practiced yeah, this like not, 80 times. I'm not even ago. gonna attempt. <laughs> KL. I don't even know I'm if just I can. call him KL. Cuneosaurus. Cuneosaurus. It sounds like, it sound like it's made up. Just a little mini dragon. I want to be in charge of rewriting history. Oh, listen, if you're going to rewrite history, can you make my great-grandmother super famous so that maybe I'll get some money from it and I don't have to work? Thanks. Yeah. I want to be the one that wants to decide which stories they're going to delete from history. I'm going to be the one that's making up stories to add back in there. Uh, And I would really like something that says unicorns and mermaids are real because Mm -hmm. I really think that's important for the child imagination mm-hmm. you know if mermaids were real even if they were real in the past while you're rewriting history i really make think that that would make a lot of little girls be excited i want to make the um witches and uh, vampires real witches well witches are real in history they were never like real as far as like really witches but you know there's that whole time period where they were burning witches at the stake you know, when witches were like women that talked back or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or no, had an opinion. Like real, I'm going to cast a spell and it's going to come true, Richard. One Listen, but the- I've known witches like that my whole life. And I don't... Have you ever met a real life witch now, Sheena? No. Do you know one? For real? I would like I to do. interview one. I know a bunch, actually. Oh, for real? There's a lot of people that practice that, not to say it's like witchcraft, but there's a lot of people that practice some kind of like paganism or things like that. So they will do spells and money candles and success candles and things like that. But yeah, no, I know a few witches. That's cool. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked again. So yeah, last, last, last subject, guys. 
<laughs> and this one's kind of a doozy because I have mixed feelings about it. But you know about this Kenneth Smith guy? No. All right. So Kenneth Smith in 1988, he was hired to murder, hired to, yeah, hired to murder a pastor's wife. Well, he was charged. He was sentenced to the death penalty. And about 14 months ago in 2022, he was set to die by lethal injection. But they could not find a vein for the lethal in- injection. So he didn't <laughs> die that day because, you know, <laughs> welcome to America. Um, All these but, Aryans that we got graduating and they couldn't find one. But OK, go ahead. Right. Because I feel like we could have just put it in his forehead. Like, why does it care what vein it goes into? It's a lethal injection. Um, so there's a lot of controversy going on because Thursday night he was finally put to death, um, executed by nitrogen. And so what they did is they put a mask over his mouth, like over his face Mm -hmm. and they pumped nitrogen in there to remove all his oxygen and kill him that way. Now the controversy is people are saying that. It was wrong to kill him that way because <laughs> um, it's a slow and painful death versus the lethal injection, which is almost instant. Um, and it's not that slow. He died within 60 seconds. So it can't be that slow. But the controversy is that people are saying that that's inhumane and nobody deserves that. I just want to I just want to halt there and be like, this man did murder someone. So he took their life. With no regard yeah, to like, if it was going to be painful. It's not like he was a choir boy and we gave him a lethal injection. He got lethal injection because he took someone else's life. Well, so he, and he didn't get lethal injection. He, they I didn't mean, even hit like, him with the... I mean, yeah, they killed him because uh, he killed someone else. But So you're saying his 60 minutes, 60 minutes, his 60 seconds of whatever pain he felt is more important than the life he took. Well, and on top of that, like, man, let him suffer a little bit. He he was hired to kill someone and did it. Mm-hmm. So he can't suffer? Because if he, you he ask me, exactly we should get nitrogen. Right. He did. He was hired. So he it wasn't like he was just doing it like he accidentally did it. He did that. He planned it out. And he got paid to do it. Right. So and, and in my opinion, we should give seconds. nitrogen masks to every single child predator ever. Give them all nitrogen masks. Let them suffer for 60 seconds. I don't care. So uh, going back to why they couldn't find the vein, just because, like, I have a medical background. So I'm like, how is this possible? Even I know people have rolling veins. Some people have disappearing. But, but you, you can still find them. It, yeah, you can still find them. Even if they dehydrated, give them a bottle of water. It's going to plop back up. So why? Yeah, like, you can literally see my veins right here in my arms. Like, like this, It can't be that is, hard to find. This makes no sense. Like You didn't have anyone on staff in the government facility that could to give uh, this needle. Like That makes absolutely no sense to me. Like, you're fabricating well, I agree. something. And if we were just going to use the nitrogen, why didn't we just stab him in the heart with the needle? Like, does it really matter at that point? Mm-hmm. Open your mouth. Let me put it in your <clears throat> right. Your blood swallow it. In the, in, no, you can just hold it in. You have blood vessels in your mouth. 
Oh, so, see, I didn't even know that, but I don't have a medical yeah. background at all. <laughs> uh, there's so many other ways. Like, it's still, like, for them not to be able to find somebody to give him this needle is ridiculous all in itself. But the fact that you gave him extra gas and it only took 60 seconds, I think it's a win-win still because he still got what he deserved. And those 60 mm-hmm. seconds of pain he felt to me, is not worth more than the innocent life he took. And that's really how I felt. Um, I just didn't know, like, even on top of that, I am, like, on top of that, it's like, y'all are worried about if this is inhumane or not. Like, how do you think that family felt when they watched, when they went in to see the lethal injection, you know, like her, her kids or her sisters, or they went in to see that lethal injection and they came out and were like, never mind, we can't find the vein. Like, they feel like they got robbed. Like, they justice, they didn't see they justice through. Right. And so, yeah, no, I think it's uber important that we did it somehow. And if nitrogen was the only way they could come up with because they couldn't find a vein, Listen, go for it. Back in the day, they was using gas chambers and all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, they used to line you up and and shoot you. I you know, like what you wanted to do is go back to a bullet in the head or hanging. Right, because then you're going to say that's inhumane, also. So they're going to you know talk why about do we it have some to kind act of way? humanely to people who didn't act humanely towards the rest of the world? Right. They treated the rest of the world, you know, like a dog. We should treat them like a dog. And I don't well, mean that in any literal sense. If you get convicted to death row and death by your crime, because you have to do a heinous crime to even get considered mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, lethal injection death or whatever. So if you did something that bad and you got convicted in a court of law of your peers for that, then how you die is irrelevant. Right. Right, absolutely. It is it's completely irrelevant how you would die at that point. Honestly, I'm surprised he made it to death row because and I don't know if y'all know this, but the prisons that these um people that are sentenced to death go to are very, very dangerous prisons. A lot of them don't make it to their death date because they're killed by other prisoners in that prison. You know, so he's lucky he even made it to that day. And this happened again in 1988. Y'all, I was three years old. I'm 38 now. So that's 35 years ago. He lived 35 more years than the pastor's wife would have, you know, did. Mm-hmm. He got he 35 extra years. Yeah, he, he he got a whole life when she her life was taken by him. So when people are like, oh, this is inhumane, it's not inhumane. And if you think it's inhumane, then you go work in the prison system and change something. Because everything in the prison system is already messed up. Right. Even and if you think the most inhumane thing he is still that. was breathing. Right. That's, yeah, so that's that's why I kind of brought that one to the table because I don't understand what people are so mad at. It makes me want to shake people and be like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Um, That was the last topic that I had for today to discuss. Short and sweet is what Coffees with the Maria always is. 
But of course, we're going to leave you with a wormhole to dig if you're bored this morning and you want to listen to more other stuff. Because we talked a little bit about rept- reptiles today in our podcast with our frozen gators and our <laughs> flying, <laughs> flying dragons. Dragon. I'm going to leave y'all with two words to go dig. Reptilian people. <laughs> go dig. Go have a blast. And if you got questions, feel free to jump on, on one of our sites and ask us about it. Um, I am that that was my wormhole for the week. So it should be a little bit fun for y'all. Um, and then we will see all of you tonight. Live at 8 o'clock for Ying Yang the podcast about two-week notices. Mm. That ought to be interesting. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. I'm not going to lie. So we will see y'all later. Bye.